Thanks to our sponsor today, Arbalest, the UK's leading business finance broker for the Arb industry. If you're looking to finance a new or used machine, get an instant finance estimate from Arbalest. Find hundreds of trusted machines at arbalest.co.uk or source a machine yourself from any dealer or private seller. Arbalest will spread the cost of ownership with competitive affordable monthly payments at a market-leading low fixed rate. Play online 24-7 at arbalest.co.uk. Arbalest is 100% impartial and 100% Arb. Thanks to our sponsor today, Arbalest, the UK's leading business finance broker for the Arb industry. If you're looking to finance a new or used machine, get an instant finance estimate from Arbalest. Find hundreds of trusted machines at arbalest.co.uk or source a machine yourself from any dealer or private seller. Arbalest will spread the cost of ownership with competitive affordable monthly payments at a market-leading low fixed rate. Play online 24-7 at arbalest.co.uk. Arbalest is 100% impartial and 100% Arb. Just before we get into today's podcast, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has downloaded, streamed, and been a guest on the podcast. We have recently hit 100,000 downloads, and I have no idea how old you lot are put up with me waffling on for so long. So if you've enjoyed the podcast, head on over to iTunes or Spotify and make sure you leave us a review or drop me a message on Instagram. Thank you to every single one of our listeners. I really, really appreciate it. If you've got any feedback or you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, reach out to me on Instagram. Now into episode 27 of the All Things Odd podcast, we have come down to George Brown's and I'm joined by Mr. Dan Rooney. Hello. I've had so much fun in, what, how long have we been here for? A while actually, yeah. We've been here for nearly two hours already and I've literally seen every aspect of the shop. Yeah. Played loads of the toys already and I've also been gave a little bit of an inkling of what's happening in the near future. So thank you very much for inviting us down. It's a pleasure to have you down here. So my first question is, what does arboriculture mean to you? Um, it's tricky now that I work in the shop. I think arboriculture means to me, it's not so much that it's just a job, is it? I yeah. think it's a lifestyle. I think that's what it means. Even on this side of the counter now, not handling, like not being on the tools anymore, I think it's still, when I come into work, it's it's this side of things that you get excited about. And when there's something new coming out, be it from any brand, you get excited about it and you talk about it and you're asking yeah. people about it. And I think if you're going to be into, if you're getting into ARB, you're not just there for the money. It's not just a job. You're not just stacking shelves. You don't just like think, oh, yeah. I just need a quick job. I'll go into ARB for a, for a month or two. I think it's a lifestyle. That's what it means. Yeah. Because you were talking just off camera, you were telling like what you did beforehand and what you do in your free time. Yeah. And it is the definition of an arborist. Arborist yeah. is an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, atmosphere. it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be, well, no, you can be the, the, the quiet type. You can. But at the same time, you've got to have that flair where you're going to climb a tree and fell a big top. Yeah. I've, I've, any, like any size tree, you fall, you fell it and you go, yeah, I've got another yeah, one down. You feel yeah, like the king yeah. of the world, yeah. no matter what the size Yeah. And is. we all stand on the stump. <laughs> do, we, do we all stand, yeah, on, the I stand on the stump? Yeah, you gotta stand on the stump. I called my name in them. <laughs> yeah. CA at the end of yeah. it, and then you gotta slice it off in case the customer's like, oh, I don't want that left. Yeah, and then they ask you to grind it out. After you've packed up everything away and it's not included in the quotes. And you haven't got the grinder with you. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just the way it yeah. goes, isn't it? So looking around at it, it's absolutely incredible what you've managed to achieve. I'm really proud of it. Um, when I started here, it was a little display over the other side yeah. of the shop, just a few little like feet of display and now it's uh, like a shop within a shop now 
how long has George Brown been here? Because it's it's been a hundred plus years. Yeah, it's a long time. Um, eighteen thirty was George Brown. Uh, he started in Leighton Buzzard as a as a blacksmith. I forgot to introduce our other little guest on Tommy. The yeah, you named Tomei. the dog after me. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, you. knew you was coming. Tommy spelt the Japanese way. The uh, Japanese way. Yeah, Tomei. T o m e i. I start calling myself that. Yeah, it's cool. He used to have a little tag on, but he wore it out. The little dangly bit yeah. wore out. Wore so right if you tag. only listen to the audio version of the podcast, go over to YouTube because the stuff we've got behind us, we're going to do a little behind-the-scenes video as well later. It's pretty, isn't it? Lots of colour. We've got a tree inside the building as well. You yeah, it's not, as, it's not as good as the training place tree. Yeah, that tree was... Yeah, his yeah. tree We did have two, <laughs> and then there was, there was another one further down, but it started dropping, like, black mould stuff. Ooh, can't have that. No, it made it every, everything dusty. So George Browns has been here since 1830. 1830 as a blacksmith. And then yeah. um, from what I said, so there's a really good little blurb on our about us page on our website, which is where I referenced this information. <laughs> um, within 10 years, so by 1840, uh, George had bought the forge, from what I understand, and then he brought his son in, yeah. which I, th I think he was Ernest. But I'll check this. I'll fact check myself. I um, and he British did, names yeah, as well. Yeah. And then he did like um, edged stuff yeah. like scythes and, and, and shears and bits and pieces. And then they got into farming. And something that I didn't know before working at Browns, the bale sledge that you see behind conventional balers. Bale sledge. They like, bales come out and they get sorted out into groups of eight. Oh, yes. Yep, yeah, Browns yeah. invented that. Really? Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Wow. And then they also invented, to complement that, yeah. the buzzard, which is the grab, the flat eight grab. Yeah. George Browns invented that. Got a heck of a history. That's yeah, cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I think we're 193 years old. I, think. Um, 192. I don't think you've been here that long, have you? No, not at all. So I'm certainly not all of that. When did you decide? So actually, let's go back a bit. I so had to look it up. Uh, COVID got it very confusing. First uh, of October 2019, I started. So what were you doing before you came? I was shop? an estate manager. Oh, very fancy. Yeah. Did I you have a little gilet and all that stuff? I had all with? sorts: tweed, flat cap, the lot, the works, moleskin trousers, leather boots. So where was that at? Uh, local Lillington level, yeah. I was uh, I was there. I was I was I worked had a really nice job for um for the for the original owner, and then the estate sold. I worked for the new owner, yeah. And then I wasn't really looking to change jobs, but uh, the guy that was doing my job here was leaving, Ben, and uh, it was a good opportunity, so I thought yeah. I'd take it, and made me a good offer, and they let me bring the dog to work every day, every day. Did you ever think? in just a couple of years you'd have this because this is now replicated at all six depots isn't it not so all six there's uh, four of them four of them sorry yeah so you got green mac across all still yeah yeah green mac is is one of the big brands we do um still is one of the big brands we do we're a Kubota dealership yeah um primarily and uh the arb is is to complement the sales of the of the of the bigger kit really it's there to sell alongside chippers um and 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 the arborist chainsaws like the pro pro gear and uh, from what I... So it's been here longer than me. Yeah. They've been selling Arb stuff. It was first in at Haddenham Branch. And uh, Steve Brown was the manager of Haddenham Branch at the time. And I think it was Steve that got it in. Um, and now Steve is our MD. Steve Brown's our MD. And he has uh, slowly put it in at the other branches. Yeah. And now I, I took the ball and ran with it. Like As soon as it came into Buckingham, I was like, right, we're going to have everything. Yeah, run with it is a said, bit of an understatement. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, you, now you, like, you, you can have little. these bits and then, like, yeah. So if if, if something's new, I understand. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I'm not a brown, like, I'm, I'm a sales guy. Uh, my, my actual position here is I'm a power product salesman. So chainsaws, power product, product salesman. Oh, yeah, we, we, yeah. we split oh, them yeah. into groups. So we got 
whole goods is, is a group we do and that's like the big stuff tractors chippers yeah. and then powered products is basically anything with an engine so chainsaws ride on mowers up to a certain size um that's what i sell that's my yeah. job and then this is like a little side project really passion project that's yeah it is yeah yeah no i'm i'm passionate about the industry i love the kit and like shiny bits is is great yeah. and i use it i come from that background so it was like natural progression of course i'm gonna be interested in it um and the more interest you put into it the more you can get out of it and it's that's that's where i'm at with it really if i want something that's new i have to justify it i can't just it's not it's not my business yeah so i can't just go out and say i'm gonna have that that's my product now i'm gonna sell those i have to prove myself so i'll, I'll sell a couple on order get them in sell a few then now, now we've got some sales history so we can we can see that we're going to move them then we can start getting them in um so and that's more on the big ticket items i think than than your beaners are easy like they're they're a few quid each yeah, well we know everyone that's what we live off of carabiners yeah. and everything so what, what was like a typical day for you you come in in the morning yeah i'll open the shop yeah. first in last out i'll open the shop um cash till up light set up the kettle on but i don't make much tea around here i don't um and then between like I, i'm normally here about half seven the shop opens at eight so you've got plenty of time to mill about have a yeah. chat with everyone have some have a drink and then everyone's filtering in customers will turn up really i do a lot of driving about at the minute selling robot mowers the steel imo is like a big mover for me i really get on well with those again i think it's because i like the product um well when you as like a, a sales rep type person yeah. When you like the product, your passion comes through. Yeah, it you, does. You, you get trust the product it. yourself yeah, to go. Yeah. yeah, if I had, if I needed it, I'd actually have it myself. I wouldn't go yeah. looking anywhere else for yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. So, like, how many product or SKUs do you even know that you've got here? I don't know. Don't know. It's got, it's got to be. I don't know. High I could, hundreds. I, yeah, I think so. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, there's probably a way to look it up on the computer. I'll tell you exactly how many <laughs> lines there are. But there's a lot. There's a lot because there's where do you finish where where do you draw the line and and it's yeah. a blurry line i don't know so if you're getting beaners how many beaners do you get and then and then you can the have back. the same color you've got like every single dmm version yeah that's it so so on every style of beaner yeah. you could like the, the perfecto the ultra range the same style the different sizes and then you can have different colors and then you can have different gate options and then you can have them with or without a little captive bar so like where do you stop like where do you you can't just get the catalog and say yes. Like you have to pick out yeah. ones that are, they're going to say. And it's a gamble. Like I was going to say, is that yeah. being like one of the big challenges for you to say? Well, I don't have a sales background as such, yeah. so yeah, it's it's quite tricky. Um, you can it's, it's what people ask for yeah. is what's going to sell. And and if people are like surprised you don't have something, you should probably have that thing. That's a good. So have you got to a point now where you can like say like next year still catalog comes out, you can look at the products and go, right, I think that's going to be one hot seller. Let's get a few of them on order. Yeah, or social media is a good of... way to gauge that as well. Like how much buzz there is around new products and stuff that are coming out, um, and people that are like asking how much are they going to be like that. That that's yeah. A... When people ask that question, how much is it going to be? You already know. Well, that guy's waiting to buy. Yeah, it. exactly. Just yeah, gotta yeah. Kind of justify it in his head to go. Yeah. Yeah, right, I'll get and anything that's printed is taken as gospel. So when they released the uh, KMA one three five, which is a, a battery combi engine that you can put the battery in, you don't have to wear a backpack. Yeah, um, they were in the catalog. It says due spring, and we didn't get them until just because of COVID and everything and supply. Uh, we didn't get them until like late summer that year. 
And so people were ringing up every couple of weeks from since spring <laughs> saying, are they in yet? Are they in yet? Are they in yet? Like those people, they're guaranteed sales. So just get in as many as you can. That's easy. What has been one of your biggest product failures that you got in and you thought, oh, this is going to sell? Yeah, and I, you I, do, I do get excited about it. things that I want. Yeah. Like I either want one for myself or I think I would have that if I was in the industry still and I was still climbing. And I'll get really excited and I'll badger everyone to like, hey, let's get these, let's get these, let's get these. Um, one, and, and I'm sure there's a few of them that maybe I haven't done as well, like some slower movers. Um, I was really keen to get recoil strops in. I banged on about that for a while. Oh, big shot triggers. I said, we sell big shots. We sell big shot triggers. Never sold one. I only know <laughs> of like two people who actually own a big shots and one's based in Kings Lynn. I'm trying to think where the other guys based because you moved not that long ago. They're the only two I've ever seen in the UK. I'm surprised the recoil stuff, they're the shops, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They, they seem really popular. They're downside. expensive. That's, well, that's I say downside, why. other side of the world. Yeah, no, they're just, they're, they're really expensive. Okay. I mean, it does the same job as the Weaver, which is £8.50, and they're 40 quid. Yeah, even as a climber. But, uh, what? They just look cool, though. Yeah, they look wicked. I've got one. They look way better than my, like the Weaver. My stuff. top handle's down in the, in the, in the dog bed. Oh, yeah, like 40 quid for a shop at... Yeah, no, I'd, I'd it's a luxury it item, isn't it? And what is what isn't a luxury item? Exactly. Like, you've got the, yeah. the Flex Pro stuff behind us. Yeah. Luxury um, item. It's PPE, but it's, you know, you can make do with some. Well, no, you can't. Not if you're doing it all day, every day. Yeah. That's really annoying, isn't it? I'd I'd, be I, I didn't know that the phone rang outside of hours. <laughs> you never hear. No, I'm never here outside of hours. No, it's a shop. I shut the door and I go home. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. So, what's one product that you got in and you really underestimated the selling power of it? Um. There must be something, something that sold really well. The Protoss helmet, that sold really well. well every every yeah. man with dog now, is like one of them. Now, for me, it's a lot of money. Yeah. So I, I, I would, personally, I would probably not have one. Now that everyone's got one, yeah. my lust for them is 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 huge. Like, of course I want one now because everyone's got one. I'm the only one without one. But like it's, it's, on a vert, is it vertex? vertex vent, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the, the one with the pencil logo on it. Yeah, mods so on it. that that was um, I was doing a lot of streaming at one point, so I put them onto that helmets because yeah. I was using it was the only helmet I had, and I was using it for streaming, and streaming's boring. So you put the music on that, and then I've lost the I've not lost the headphone like the, the ear defenders that go on that helmet. Yeah. I've still got those, but I've lost the black strap that's for the Bluetooth ones. Oh yes. So I've got nothing to put them back onto. Yeah. So that's a pain. And you can use them as comms. If you download like Discord or something on your phone, you can use them as comms. I don't think any of our listeners are going to know what Discord is. That's a little bit Yeah, I didn't too... know what Discord was either until my <laughs> You didn't mates. know what podcasting was until I didn't know what podcasting was. No, no, you're very new to me. Yeah. Very new to me, podcasting. My girlfriend listens to podcasts a lot. Um, I didn't. It's like radio, but you can choose it. That's what it is. Yeah, like you, you don't have to listen to the same songs. Yeah. Every time a new podcast comes out, you know it's going to be different from the last one. Yes, that's right. One thing is um, with podcasts is is when the beginning of a podcast is the same tune as the end of a podcast, and then you get it double because you're listening to them in a row. Yeah. That's really annoying. <laughs> I'll take notes. I'll take notes. <laughs> the beginning and end should be like different, so that you know when they're starting and finishing. I like a lot of effort went into picking our theme music. It's good. I like it. Like I, I, nick, I didn't nick it offline. We bought it offline. I've, I've heard it like four times elsewhere ever since. I'm yeah. going. I was the first person to have that. Like yeah, people starting to yeah. copy it now. There's, there's there's a lot of like um when it, when there's like free music or like royalty free music, you hear like the same stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's horrendous, absolutely horrendous. 
Uh, I've, I've forgot where it was because I get into it too much at times. I've got my list of questions and I go, right, I need this next one, this next one. Um, what is your most favourite ARB product? Favourite ARB product, one product. Like, I don't know, it's tricky again because there's like Chainsaw. It's my favourite ARB product. Okay, you're at the job site. What couldn't you live without and don't say Chainsaw? Depends what I'm doing. I love climbing spikes. I'm I'm really keen on spikes. I like. You've got a fancy work. pair of distals. Yeah, like you showed me not that Yeah, one, yeah, no. yeah. I got two pairs of distals because I like pair, my, up yeah, there. yeah. Which ones. aren't normally stuck in there. I've done it because we're filming a podcast, but it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, and then some carbon fiber ones. I like. Yeah, I like. But but it's no good on a prune. It's for dismantles, really. Yeah. But yeah, I can't can't live without spikes. I love unless them. you're doing Western power work. Then you're welcome <laughs> to use them on a prune. You can use anything you want all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I really like it's, it's anything that makes your life easier. Yeah. Uh, like like requires less effort to use, maybe. Do you have a saw pod? Yeah. I've got a Derbyshire saw pod. I yeah, don't have the notch talon. Um I like the look of it. I think they look great. I'd I'll probably try one next. But yeah, I've got Derbyshire saw pod. That's I like a go to. That existed. A notch one. Yeah, it's cool. It's like two little pods, so if you got like a different shaped calf or a different length leg. And you can spread it out a bit better. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm a massive fan of the sword pods and the throw pods. I really like it. Where do you wear it? Do you wear it on the inside of your leg or the outside of your leg? I'll yeah. Like, like, I wear like a little gun. I wear it on my left leg and yeah. I wear it on the inside of my leg because I'm right-handed. So I can pass it to my hand with my leg. I really like it there. Well, no I don't see anybody I don't see anybody wear it on the inside of their leg. And it no, is... It could, no, it, it like that for me because that's... Because I'm right-handed. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. yeah the the advantage of wearing it on the outside of your leg is it doesn't interfere with your climbing spikes if you're wearing spikes. Yeah, that makes perfect mm. sense. Yeah, but I, I wear it on the inside. Yeah. I see you're a bit of an Arbor Tech fanboy. Yeah. Yeah, what a great bunch of lads they are. Yeah. I'm a, I'll, I'll sell myself out to the highest bidder. <laughs> 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 um, they're really comfy trousers. They are really comfy trousers. I'm exactly halfway between a medium and a small. <laughs> oh, I mean, exactly so halfway between. So you need like between. a lady size. That, I, that's worth a go. I should probably do that. I know, cause I've you... got a very feminine figure. <laughs> <laughs> Like females coming into the industry, it's now it's more and more than ever before. We've got a, a girl came in yesterday. Awesome. She's an ecologist, um, so she doesn't really cut in. She's doing like bat surveys yeah. and that for HST. We've got HST runs that way and East West runs that way. They literally cross down the road, so we've yeah, got loads a lot of, of loads of rail guys in here. And uh, there's a girl come in. She's an ecologist and she does a lot of climbing for bat surveys and stuff. And she was saying, "Have you got this in a lady size? No. Yeah. Have you got this in a lady size? No. Does this go down to an extra small?" That one doesn't, but this one does. Yeah, but that one's rubbish. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, there's there's room for that, definitely. I think the way our tech have just exploded in the industry in the last couple of years, I'm waiting for them to go, right, it's the first full-on female range. We're not going to make yeah. hundreds of thousands off it straight away, yeah, but it'll yeah. come over time. I think so. Because I'm surprised still. It hasn't really gone down that route. Mm, yeah. It's like still putting in a lot of effort in the battery stuff and maybe is is not putting effort into... Shall we talk about the battery stuff? The battery wars. I really like it. Husqvarna. Husqvarna is good stuff. Yeah. It is. So is the steel stuff. They're different. And I'm not going to sit here and say one's better than the other because you don't get to be the two biggest names in the industry if one of you is making bad kit. Yeah. I think you can't... They, they do things differently. Yeah, I'll, I'll sell myself out. I'll do what you've done. I'm a massive steel fan. Um, I've always liked all the products. I got to use Husqvarna stuff in college. And it is built... Just as well, but it's just something about it's it. It's just different, isn't it? 
when I was doing when I was in the woodlands, it was more like, yeah, I can use husky. Mm. But when I'm doing domestic and commercial work, it was just like still there's more still dealers for me in the yeah. areas that I was yeah. working in. I think that's a very important consideration is dealer network. If you live over the road in that house, yeah, why would you have a husky? Yeah, you're gonna go because you can walk over shop. the street to get parts from upstairs. Like we can build a one eight one from the parts department nearly. Like we've got a good parts network, and if I don't have it at my shop, my van drives around the shops every yeah. day, and I could get it from another branch overnight, or worst case, two days, it's depending that. on where we are in the chain. Because one thing when I walked in, this clearly isn't just an ag dealer with a little bit of an arb department. Mm. You can you walk. I think it in, should be, but I've really pushed it. No, it, it, it comes across like a completely separate business. Like I could walk in and I could comfortably comfortably go. Right, my saw's probably going to get sorted within like a day or two days. It's not yeah. going to have to get sent off. You're not going to have to go and order this like real, like an M5 bolt or something. You're going to have to order that. Yeah, no, we got those. It yeah, drives me insane, that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Are you like fuel filters? Oh, no, we need to order them in. And you, we only order it once a week because we don't do that. Mm. Enough of a turnover with, with steel products. Yeah. It's so. it's all, it's, it's quite well automated. Our computer systems are quite old-fashioned, but they work really well. Yeah. So like if I need something, I order it and it just it just happens. Just the magic, fairies do it. Arrives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within a couple of days. But like I've probably got it upstairs, is the yeah. answer. Do you have a favourite brand? So, like a singular brand? No, I don't think yeah. I have a favourite brand. Like because still is a brand. So like as far as chainsaws go, it's my favourite chainsaw yeah. brand. As far as PPE goes, Arbitex great. Like yeah, I can actually say it's great. What boots have you got on? They do KOs. KOs, yeah. that's them. Yeah, they're really good. Um, to me, it's like a it's a it's a climber's boot. You, know, you look at that boot and it looks like a climbing shoe, like what you'd see a log rock climber wearing. Arbortech aren't gonna like me. I, I like Arbortech. They look like clown shoes to me. Yeah, they're bright, aren't they? They are bright. But bright. everything in this industry yeah. is bright. Yeah, that sells, doesn't it? Like they do purple ones. I think do they do orange ones. Maybe I've seen. Yeah, I remember the ones. green. Remember the purple. Does, I'm sure black. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say because I've seen the pictures where they've got like three in a row. Yeah, maybe I feel like I've seen orange ones somewhere. Maybe they're not Arbortech. No, they're really good. I really like him. Uh, I can give you, like, I've been wearing them every day in the shop. Of the, the older six than six months? Ago. I was going to ask that question, the older than six months. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. I've, I had them before Christmas. Can you stand in the puddle and not get wet socks? Yes, can. Oh, but oh. I work in a shop. Oh, I can't really ask you that. <laughs> I know, I just, yeah. I realized, it's an unfair man. comparison, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'll let them off then. Yeah, I mean, I wear them out on site. They're muddy and that, but, like, yeah. I'm not dragging brush. It's that, it's that wearing shoes sideways is... Really wears down soles. Because I'll be honest, I've never, I've never had the money to get Arbortech stuff, and it's not. It has appealed to me, but again, when they first came into the market, everyone's like, "Oh, everything's ripping." Mm. And you go, "Well, like no matter what brand you get, and they, it rips. a lot of people complain about the liners, like pinching hairs and stuff, and then they've changed out the lining, so it doesn't yeah. pull your hairs anymore. So like they're listening to people, they're doing even like the, um, Do you do hike stuff? I think I could probably get it because yeah, I love hikes products. I don't stock them. I think absolutely fantastic. But even some of their boots, they still fail. Not, nothing can be perfect in yeah. this industry. See that pair down there? I mean, they're not oh, yeah. what they used to be, are they? Yeah. That's a year old. I'll show you those later. They're ruined. I don't get it. Like, people expect to wear clothes to not damage them on site or anything. Yeah. Oh, it takes a day on the chip and you, you've got a little bit of a tear in your trousers. Or... I've got another pair of these in beige. beige. They look wicked. They look fat. Is there a beige pair? There's probably a beige oh, pair in the box. Forest pair over there. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, who works in the shop with me, he describes them as being a bit bright. <laughs> like They're literally beige <laughs> trousers. Could they can be, be more of a blonde colour. Yeah, yeah. But no, um, they're great, but they show every little mark and every little oil stain. 
But like they are PPE. Yeah. If you turn up to quote someone and you're wearing posh beige trousers, but they're covered in oil stains, well, it's part of the industry. You're allowed to come into the industry, like standing there with mud, trying to get them dirty, just yeah, so you don't yeah, stand yeah. out like a yeah, sore. Because I do stand out like that. Like these are just as old as my boots. I got them all on the same day. These still look new. They look new. And I like. Well, actually, maybe it's because I take good care of them. But like when you dry chainsaw trousers, don't dry them hanging up because you know when chainsaw trousers go really baggy. Yeah. And like they all separate. Because you hang them up when they're wet and they're really heavy. Dry chainsaw trousers, laying them down. I'm gonna sound and they, really. And they stay looking like this instead of looking like the lining is separated from the skin. I just wear mine. Yeah, I know. Like, like yeah. I wash them like maybe once yeah. every three months, or if it's been like a really bad night out, I'm like absolutely covered in sap and all sorts. But yeah, yeah I just get on with them. Yeah, yeah, but I like them to look nice because I'm in the shop. People are gonna gauge the condition or like the ability for them to last by me wearing them in the shop. I think if I walked in here and seen you wearing a suit, I wouldn't take you as serious if I came in and seen you as you actually are. Because you yeah. look like someone who's worked on the tools. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't look like that so, Somebody's asked me before, like, are you on the tools today? Why are you dressed like that? I was like, well, I don't know. I just dress like this. This is how I've always it's dressed. in the warm. Wear, like, chainsaw yeah. trousers in winter. There's nothing better than it. I know. I know. Like, it's lovely. Well, <laughs> there's, there's, there's something better than it in the summer. When they bring out chainsaw shorts, that'd be lovely. I know we. I crack this <laughs> joke all the time to go right. Who's going to come out with a good old chainsaw shorts? Yeah, we need some Kevlar like fronted boardies. Because I've, I've I've been trying to do this like little April Fool's joke for years. I've reached out to everyone to say, just go get a pair of chainsaw trousers, and cut, cut them, them in half, yeah. sew them, and just go on social media on first of April and say coming later this year. Yeah, like people will be so confused whether you're actually being legit real. Yeah, yeah, or. If it's actually just April Fool's Day. Yeah, it's cool. No one's ever taken me up on it. Yeah. Like, someone needs to say, to actually go and run with that idea. I think it's a But good I don't idea. want to cut my arbitex off of the knee. <laughs> we can find some Stein products somewhere, probably. probably yeah. do that, I think we? I've got some rail approved orange Steins over That's there. one thing I've noticed. You've not really got much Stein. There's a bit. There's a bit. Got some cadmium savers. Uh, I've got a set of Stein uh, spikes over there as well. I do like their cadmium savers. That's one, one thing. They're the only spikes that come with a bag. Put them in. Is it the Evo X2s? Is that what they're called? I don't know. The Stein stuff. I was all the way down there. I can't even say it. I'll probably just make myself look like an idiot again. But oh, well, I'll do that a lot. So I was having a little bit of a snoop on your Instagram page the other day. I was jealous because you had something better than I've ever looked at or ever touched. You got to play with the 661 Carbon Fiber. Yeah, I did. I I didn't get to use it. I wear chainsaw trousers. 300 days of the year, that's probably an exaggeration. But I wear them, like, every day. That was the one day I wasn't wearing chainsaw trousers. And uh, I was on the Stil dealer trip in Germany, and Felix was their, like, product guy that day. And uh, he, he, I think there's only three. I think there's three of those carbon concept stores. Yeah. One's in uh, an office, like, in the headquarters. The other one is on the roadshow with Timber Sports, and I think and it stays in a glass case. And then Felix has the other one, and that's the one that they use. And it's dirty, and they and they yeah. cut wood with it. And it's um, from what I understand, it's a six six one with the five hundred i injection system on it. So it's a fuel injected, yeah, with, with the fuel injection. It'd be a six hundred i, wouldn't it? That'd be yeah, something else entirely. And everything on it was carbon. Yeah, a few things I imagine is quite easy to do out of carbon. All the covers, they're all carbon. That's fine. Um. Was it like the actual the tank frame assembly was all that carbon as well? No, I think that was like aluminium, like like the yeah. proper, like the six six one frame. But the wrap hand, like the side handle, yeah. was carbon fiber hollow. Like that's got to take some making. That was a it was beautiful, absolute work of art. 
could the, the, compare it to a normal six six one? Like, could you? Like, it was like yeah. Difference? Well, uh, I don't know. It's it's tricky because I hadn't picked up a six six one, you know, yeah. for for weeks before picking that up, but it wasn't heavy. Certainly wasn't heavy. Definitely not. Even the bar, they'd taken like a normal bar, hollowed it out, yeah, and laid carbon into yeah. it. Yeah, that, that's just a, that's a baller move. Isn't of course it? it is. Yeah, just like one yeah. of those things. So yeah, we, we've done it. We're, we're never going to sell it because it'd be like probably not. Grand or yeah, so. yeah. Maybe they thought about it. Maybe I saw it on the factory tour. Didn't? But they didn't. We'll, we'll, we'll be I reckon it's clean. too expensive to yeah. produce. Yeah, on a mass scale. So talking about mass scales, how long is the steel display behind us? Because it starts here. And yeah, it's huge. I haven't measured it, but it's, it. it's it's really big. It's really it's the whole length of the shop from the gap yeah. right to the boss and then around the corner and then we've got another couple. So footage wise, from what I understand, it's pretty much the longest mm. in in the country, from what I understand. What has been the most like the hottest seller for still? For still, the five hundred is super popular. It's it's a it's a massive mover, but they're pricey. Um but like that said, you compare it to the price of a four six two or a four hundred C like and and they're not two or even a six six one. They're not miles apart. Yep. So that so they're a good mover. The battery stuff with steel is amazing. Lawnmowers. If you want a pedestrian lawnmower, you want to be a domestic customer and mm. mow your grass. It's a battery mower these days. Like just grab a battery mower, and then you've already got an AP battery. When you need a hedge car, you come to me and you say, "Dan, I need a hedge car now." It's a fraction of the price of a petrol one because you've already got the battery. Yeah, you're just buying the bare tool. It's like buying a Makita drill or a Dewalt drill, and you've already, you're just buying the bare shells now because you've already got the battery. So like it's the battery stuff which still is brilliant. Yeah, it has got to that point because we used the one six one C when that came out, and you use it for a day and you go, oh well, it's the runtime isn't where I expected, and people are going, it lasts forty minutes. No, 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 no. Right, it lasts forty minutes if you hold the throttle down yeah, continuously. Yeah, trigger time. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I like. Still, like quickly got onto yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you've got to think of it differently. Like you cut in a branch, five seconds if that. Yeah, and then you spend two, three minutes repositioning yourself yeah. or moving off to the next branch or rigging up the next branch. Yeah. So, like, you're going to get a day's work out of that. You, yeah, yeah, I completely, completely agree with you. Because yeah. when we first started off, we went, 40 minutes? Oh, well, that doesn't sound like a really long time. We had it explained by steel. Of course, it depends which battery you've got in there. Yeah. Because you can go for the big 300 or the 300S battery and you get loads of runtime, but it's heavy. It's not heavy. It's heavier. Or you throw in a little tiny 100 battery and it's like waving nothing around. So it's a motor and silky. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got to say, ask you, what happens on these still dealer trips? What do you all get up to? All sorts. No, it's, they're, <laughs> they're brilliant. They treat you like a rock star. They put you in a nice hotel. Yeah. Um, they drive you around. I went to the uh, chain factory. We did the train factory first. I think we did the train factory first in Switzerland. Switzerland? I've got to where it is. Yeah, no, Yeah, Yeah. Um, and you have a good tour of that. Like, that's a posh place. There's a factory and there's people yeah. wearing like shirts, like like button up shirts in a factory. And they do it by choice. It's just they just want to look smart. Yeah. That's and I'll tell you, the way they make chain over there is beautiful. The the way that they like harden the inside bit of every rivet. So that's tempered and it doesn't wear down, but the outside of it's still soft so you can rivet it over. Magic. Yeah, I'm individually <laughs> chrome plating teeth so that like the outside's chrome and that's what you're cutting with is mad. Everyone's individually checked by a, a lady. 
with her eyes. And I just come in and just take it off the shelf and then it's a nail with it two minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like like that level of detail's gone into it and then yeah. you can go and buy it in a box there for like twelve pound fifty for your little domestic. Did you see the sort of getting made as well? That's done in yeah, in the main factory we yeah. did, yeah. 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 The battery stuff is made in Austria in a different factory which I've not been to. Yeah. But the petrol stuff is all made in Germany in Weiblingen. And that's the one I've been to. That's amazing as well. Yeah. Really, really like neat and tidy. I saw a man cut a pallet open, pulled the straps off, and then he wrapped them up and put them in a bin. You wouldn't do that here. You cut the straps off, and that's ah, not my job. Someone else will tidy that. Someone up. else do it. Yeah, yeah. It's not like very clinical. Yeah, like we had we had um dinner in their canteen, or it might have been lunch, um in their canteen, and it was like a it was like going out to a restaurant. Like it was nice. It was really good food. And they're just like like every member of staff is all in this huge canteen, like and everyone's happy and cheery and like it was a nice place to be. Still, I know you listen to this podcast. Please let me come on a tour. I'd love to. It's a really good tour. Yeah, I've never yeah. been over to see it. We've done little bits of them in the past. Where I've always went. Well, I like that tour, like the pinnacle thing. But yeah, it's really it's good like for dealers only. And mm. I'm like press medium. Like I don't think I'm allowed to go. <laughs> yeah. So is there like any new brands that you're looking to take on this year at all? Um. I don't know. I'm sure there is. It's just whoever's like going to bring something out is what we'll go with. It's still come out with anything new this year. Yeah, battery stuff. Ooh. There's a battery top handle, the MS two MSA two hundred T. So right, it's just like people. So there's already excited. an MSA two hundred. So it's an MSA two hundred T. It's not the petrol two hundred T. That's long. No, yeah, gone. yeah, yeah. That's gone. Yeah. So it's MSA two hundred T. Yeah. So there's already an MSA two hundred. Yeah. But this is an MSA two hundred T. So it's going to get a bit confusing with part numbers now. Um, this is a top-handle version of that existing sort, and there's loads of lovely features on it. There's like a little little light that comes on. I invented this idea, and I said this to Felix in Germany. <laughs> I said the 161's brilliant, but you never know when it's going to run out of oil. Because with a petrol saw, you run out of petrol first, and you fill them both up at the same time. You never run out of oil. With a battery saw, you run out of oil, and like you don't know that you yeah. run out of oil until you chain smoking. Yep. Or it's cutting like fudge and you've here over here. And I said, oh, how about a little light? And, and, and I said, I don't know how you're going to do it. Yep. Whether it's on a timer or if it's on like volume pumped or what, but just a little light. Guess what's on the new saw? A little light. I, I think I invented that. You should get royal, royalties for that. I should. I should chase that up. It's interesting you pointed that out because when we first got the saws, obviously we had that issue as well going, well, when does the, the oil run out? And we all went, well, obviously when the battery dies. Yes, well, not. but until you put a bigger <laughs> battery in yeah. it, the oil tank doesn't grow yeah. with the battery. And like they've made the oil tank a bit clear, so you yeah. can kind of see, but I don't look at it. No, I've, I, you, with a normal petrol saw, you'll only ever fill up the oil when the fuel's gone, because yeah. you, you just do Yeah, you just fill them both at the same, same time. time, yeah. yeah. And the, it's like the oil tank's yeah. bigger than the fuel tank yeah. as far as like consumption goes, so you always run out of fuel first. So I like to know where else is coming out from them. Uh, a bigger ground saw. And uh, I think it roughly compares to like a two six one, yeah, but battery powered. Ooh, yeah, that's gonna be cool. Like Ooh. three two five pitch chain. Uh, there's a new battery with it, so it's obviously yeah. power hungry. There's a AP five hundred battery coming out for it. Like, I'll, I'll... so I think that's gone to like a flat cell battery. I might be speaking out of turn here, but yeah. from what I understand, it's like a flat cell battery, so you fit more cells in there. Are you able to explain to me what does? MS stand for, and if so, because I can see in behind you, right? MS one eight one. What does the one eight one stand for? What does the two six one stand for? I don't know. I think so. I when I started here, I got quite confused with all that because I was 
Yeah. You have your saw and that's your saw. So I had a two six one and I know I've got a two six one. I think the one series are small, yeah. domestic, and then you've got the one eight one, the um the one seventy is even smaller than yeah. that. I think oh is that, are they bringing out a one six one? Like a like a petrol really tiny thing. I think I've seen that online somewhere. Real like smaller than a one seventy. It's like that, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. It's so because like, I got maybe one, Google I got, like the really old one seventy with like the square like type body. Yeah, on it. yeah. And we used that as a chipper saw. And, like, yeah, that, that's that perfect. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what like I say the 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 MSA two hundred is um is a good like chipper yeah. saw factory because most of the time it sits there next to the chipper, not yeah. burning fuel, not yeah. running. You've not got the noise. You've not got the yeah. halves from it. Well, as much as the halves. And then that um, second you need it, you just take the chain break off and it's going. Instance, yeah. And it's only when there's the odd union that doesn't quite go through the chipper or something a bit chunky. Do you think... And as to what it stands for, I think it stands for me- mechanical saw or like machine saw. So most of the German... And, and because A stands for accumulator, which is the German word for battery. I don't know that. But you were in Germany for a while, weren't you? Yeah, I lived in Germany for a little while. Yeah. yeah all I know in Germany is gut and tog. And mining coolie, I guess, and which I think means I forgot my ruler yeah. or something. That's, <laughs> That's all I learned in secondary school. <laughs> it's amazing what you take away, isn't it? Yeah, just no, I think completely pointless. I don't. I'm, I'm no. I can't read or write in German, but yeah. I can hold like a bit of a conversation. Um, but that's because I learned German just from being in Germany. So it's terrible German, but you can, enough to get by. Do you think still? Because you you say it correctly. I've always said it wrong. I had a lesson on it. Yeah, it is steel or. Yeah, I think you, so. You still. 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 Kind of like school. Yeah. But still. But everyone in the UK has got a still. Still, yeah. We, we pronounce every single word. Every yeah, single yeah. letter on it, sorry. Do you think they will go 100% electric in the next 10 years? No, I don't think there's a... I don't think they can cover everything with electric. Like, how are they going to... You can't replace the 500i. They've only just invented it. Kind of electric. I think big saws, 8.8. Oh, they'd struggle to make so an massive A8. car batteries on it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Put four AP500s in it and <laughs> run it all in one go. You know, have you seen the new charger they've got for um, AP batteries that charge four at once, like four one after the other? Yeah, two on top, two yeah. the bottom. Yeah. So it'll be yeah. that with a chainsaw bar on it. That'll be the battery A80. <laughs> yeah, just like a massive like, drop cell technology. But oh, imagine if Tesla and Tesla do a chainsaw. Yeah, because <laughs> they're doing quad bikes now. Are they? Oh, got, got the Cybertruck quad bike thing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we've got the Cybertruck. I'm waiting for one. You know what? Because you've got the green mech behind you. It's got like this. If you, you know, it's literally just. That, that'll be it. the first thing to go battery, won't it? When they when they can do battery chip as well. They uh, must have all been thinking about it. What's surely. the company? The, oh, TP, TP tried to do yeah. a battery one. And I've not worked with TP forever. I don't think I'll work with them again. But it, it was slow. Yeah. It was, they had, I think it was like six proper. Like car batteries spinning it round, it, it it was a bit of a flop. I don't know if chippers will ever go that way, but unless like like the Tesla come around, I think that's like, uh, I think what you said relates to steel as well. I don't think it can go one hundred percent battery. I think there'll always be a place for petrol. But just go back. I'm just pictured the Cybertruck in my head, and then I'm looking at the Evo behind you, going, "It's actually kind of a similar yeah, design." Angular, isn't it? So imagine if you turned up with a fully electric pickup and a fully electric wood chipper behind you. That'd be cool. Carbon neutral footprint. Really is it? Cool. Is it Ford's bringing out an electric Ranger? So there's a massive battery. Why don't you, why doesn't your electric chipper plug into your electric truck? You use that battery to run your chipper. Yeah. I think we, we should just go off and do this. Yeah. 
So yeah. we, uh, we're jacking in the podcast. We're going to go off and start just inventing battery power products at this rate. With all this capital that we've got, we're going to go and start this massively yeah. expensive company. Yeah, we'll run out to the service sent out bank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know nothing about batteries, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I just know I plug it in and it charges. Yeah, you charge them there and you run them down in this machine. Like who would, yeah. All right, let's, let's really think about this idea. Who would we need to hire? So first we'll be like an engineer. Mm. So I say, all right, this is how a battery cell works. You can't just shove a million AAA batteries inside and hope to get something from it. Yeah. Um, we'll get someone from the design team of GreenMax to come out. We'll, we'll, we'll nick someone from GreenMax because they know a lot about chippers. They know a lot about chippers. Terry, I got a lot about chippers. Who got to make the call to go with Greenmac? I don't know. Way before me. Way before you. Yeah, yeah. Lot, long, long time ago. Been Greenmac for a long time. You ever thought of persuading the the upper management to go differently, or Greenmac's just no? Greenmac's so are good. Reliable. Like, like I don't know. For some reason, Greenmac had a bit of a bad reputation. I've never had a bad rap with Greenmac. Again, no, again, like, like what, 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 what? People that say, oh, they're, they're shit, and people say, oh, Forst is the best, and Timberwolves are the only. One. It's branding. Branding is really important. Green, uh, no, Timberwolf used to do t-shirts, and they gave them all out at Upburn. It said only the wolf delivers, and that. Yeah, like, branding's some... branding's important. Yeah. Force like social media presence is brilliant. Yeah, give a shout out to Andy there. Absolutely brilliant, and. Greenmex may be a little bit behind on that. I mean, I, I don't. When I'm scrolling through Instagram, I don't see adverts for Greenmex, yeah. but I do see adverts for Force. Um, and that's as a dealer who sells another product. I'm still getting those adverts. So that's yeah. good. They're reaching places. Because, like, it's at this when you when you're on a motorway, for example, you see those golden arches. You mm. know what it means. Yeah, what it means. absolutely. Now, when you see a Greenmex chipper, you know it's a Greenmex chipper straight away. You yeah. don't need to really be sold on them to show you how powerful they are. Because Greenmex have owned the rails for. Yeah, generations. Short the, the short track system. Yeah. It's just it's it's better than the old track system that Batman yeah. will have. Um, but there, but but like, there's other disadvantages. I I don't think I think I might be right in saying this. Uh, Greenmec don't have a by speed track system, so to get to the job site is slower. Yeah. Uh, Whereas something right. like like Timberwolf with a with a by speed track system and they fly along yeah. a million miles an hour. I nearly toppled the Timberwolf chip ones. I even on even on the tracked ones that are driving slow. If you steer them too quickly, you chuck you off the side. I'm trying to think, it might have been the two eighty VTR. Um, we literally were in a school. I'm trying to remember it. We were in a school playground, and I had like a rockery with that steel netting over it. Oh yeah, and like was, the baskets, and then they stack them all up. Yeah, so I was at full throttle, and I, I just didn't turn it enough, and I just I, I benched it into it, and it nearly went over. It's the first that time. Was I terrifying. Went. Heavy. I just nearly rose off a thirty grand ship because the way it just <laughs> it like pinged off it, and I thought, oh, shit, I managed to bring it back and lower it down. Yeah, they're all big and they're all expensive. So, what what is the future for you here then? So, what are you wanting to achieve next with everything? I mean, I need to do my normal job, sell sell my mowers and everything. But as far as this goes, I, I'm I love this. This is I like selling arb equipment yeah. to, to, and I've got my core customers that come in regularly. Um, they're great. They, it's like they've stopped going elsewhere. A few of them obviously do, yeah. but they just come to me for kit now, and that's great. And I'll do my bit to to help them out where I can, and we're getting people in from further afield. Like <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to word this right. We had two lads in from the Isle of Man. They did not come all the way from the Isle of Man. <laughs> uh, they were having some training up the road at one of the local training yeah. centres, and Dane, who runs the place, said you should go and see Browns. So like. They didn't come from the Isle of Man, yeah. but they were from the Isle of Man. And and they were in here and they're having a mill about saying, we don't have anything like this on the island. And 
Like the, these shops are few and far between. And we've got a our nearest competitor is George Brown's Daventry. Oh God! I'm and our nearest George competitor Browns. in the other direction is George Brown's Hadnam, and then George Brown's Lane Buzzard, and George Brown's Chesham. So like, that's that's you've, good. You've got that's like a, a good massive yeah, area absolutely yeah. And we go as far as Great Dunmo in Essex. We're just putting in some stuff down there. We've got half the equipment there so far. They'll have an area like that wall. Yeah. That's the size of their initial installation. I think that's going to be a good spot for them down there too. Yeah. There's not many shops down that neck of the woods. It is it is crazy just sitting here because obviously I've spoke to you quite a fair bit. You told me like a lot of the journey of how you've got there, the struggles that you faced and everything. And to compare you to the likes of Honeys at the moment, Honey Bros would be a little bit unfair because like it's a twenty million pound plus company. Yeah, is that what you're thinking? Would you ever say to the owners of George Brown's, so I go like, right, we really need to like take this more online. We need to create this as its own little going online shop. would be great, definitely. Um, we're never going to compete with Honeys for for a number of reasons, but a big reason is because we work directly alongside Honeys. Um, oh. All of this stock is from Honeys, and I sell ah. it. I sell it. I get it from Honeys. Yeah, and we sell it at Honeys prices, and we just make a bit on it. I like that you sell out of Honey's prices. As yeah, well. yeah, definitely. Well, I'm not going to outprice them yeah. because they're my supplier, um, and and you can't compete with a company if you're starting from the ground up. You don't go and compete with the big dogs straight yeah. away. Like they're pretty much in the UK, like a a market leader for Barb stuff. Definitely the number one. To be honest, they've got to be surely by now. Yeah, because they had that massive rebrand a couple of years ago. I'm constantly seeing like. Orders going to Australia, the other yeah. side of America, and that. I'm going, how the heck do you. And their media presence is great, too, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. The branding of it, the branding's yeah, absolutely smart. spot on. I love their logo. We were talking about logos. Their logo is wicked. We, yeah. Because um, if you're watching on video, there's a little Easter egg somewhere, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I made this logo. Um, oh, don't give it away to people. And maybe I shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not an official logo, yeah. so I, I got it on my mug. It's like old school. Yeah. Old school logo. Yeah. Uh, bam. It has been absolutely wonderful talking to you. How can people get in touch with you? How can, so, right, I'm not local to you, but I want to buy something from you. How can you do it? Yeah, I do, it's a bit... So we're, we're growing quicker than um, what we have infrastructure for, I think, at the moment. So I do get a fair amount of people reaching out to me on Instagram, um, which is my own now. So that's called Arb Gear with Dan um, because I'm totally original and couldn't think of a good pun. I really wanted a good <laughs> pun. You know, like the guilty of treason... Like, yeah, yeah. oh, that's the best name, isn't it? So, and I wanted something I didn't know is like shiny gear and a rough idea or something, but like that's what I was after a good tree pun or something catchy. But no, I'll give it down. Um, people will just say, Have you got this? They'll message me and say, Have you got this? Yeah, I've got that. You send it here and, uh, and I can post it out, but we don't really have the infrastructure for like online ordering. Maybe that's something we should work yeah. on. Um, and better infrastructure for getting stuff sent out, posted out. A website would be perfect, really. So that, there's it? a lot of room and a lot of growth for you in the future. Yeah, there is loads of room for growth, definitely. Definitely. I need to work alongside a lot of other people to, to get there. Um, but from what I'm doing, I'm trying the best I can to, to make this as, as good as I can. Um, and it's a patience game. Like, a lot of my customers are really good. Uh, if they need a rope, I have to order it. It has yeah. to be spliced. It has to come out to me, and then I have to get it to them. And people that use the shop and turn up, that's easy, because I get it to here, and they collect it from here. That's no drama. But if I'm getting it sent out to them as well, that's another three or five days as well on top. So that's um, coming, I hope. Yeah. I look forward to it, mate. Thank you very much for having us down.
Thanks to our sponsor today, Mediarb, the only first aid kit designed just for arborists. You'll find them on Instagram at Mediarb Training. I've tested 20 first aid kits over the last few years, and this is the best one on the market. Designed specifically for our sector, Mediarb's got everything you need in an emergency first aid situation, from Celux to Israeli bandages, there are dressings to tourniquets, you name it, Mediarb has it. Forget trying to find the right kit, Mediarb has done all the work for you. Go to Instagram, stick in Mediarb Training. When you buy your Mediarb Trauma Kit, mention all things Arb and get a free gift. Thanks to Mediarb for sponsoring today's podcast.